favorite band, dude. They might be getting back together. I wouldn't say they're my favorite band, but did I really like them in the 90s? Uh, well, they're really good. They're one of your top eight bands. They're good. <laughs> they're good. I don't know if I'd put them in the top eight. You Let said me see. top eight. That means they're really good. Top eight is good. We've had this discussion a million <laughs> times. What are you doing right now? You're talking about the band Oasis. Oasis, yeah. I, I like Oasis generally. I don't. I don't like. I never bought one of their albums or songs. Listen to Ray's favorite band. Oh my goodness! Like if they come on the radio, I'm not going to turn it off. I I like the sound of Oasis, and it reminds me of my time in school and college. Those were good times. You had, did you ever make out to Wonderwall? I'm shockingly no. No, shockingly no. Shockingly no. I think I could say almost every song. Did you ever make out to Blank Song? No. In college, no. No, it was just Depeche Mode. That's right. <laughs> it was just Depeche it's Mode. Just the, the the CD Violator, and that was <laughs> that was all Ray made out to. Maybe the Cure. I can see you making out to the Cure. Yeah, it was only depressing '90s music. Maybe Morrissey. that's why. I, that's why I really like depressing '90s music. <laughs> if you say uh, Depeche Mode, yes. Lords of Acid, yes. Rammstein, yes. You're like Oasis, no. Depressing reminds me of making out in college. Bon Jovi, no. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, uh, 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 German heavy metal, absolutely. <laughs> I just learned something about me, Brent. <laughs> anyway, what's Oasis doing? Why are you bringing them up? Uh, well, there's there's the two brothers. It's basically the two brothers, right? Le- uh, Liam and Noel Liam Gallagher. And Noel Gallagher. That is correct. So I guess you know there were rumors about there's going to be a, a reunion of Oasis. I think that'd be great. Why not make and some li- money? You know. And Liam gets on Twitter and is like, "F Oasis." <laughs> And then he tweets a picture of his brother and just puts the caption "potato." <laughs> well, if I was if I was remembering correctly, Liam was the problem and Noel was the guy trying to make it work. Is that a really bad insult to like call someone a potato? I mean, it's not good, especially if it's your brother. It's not good, but isn't that you know? It's, it's just like it's kind of innocuous, isn't it? It's one thing to, a potato. It's one thing to call somebody a potato, and it's one thing to make a graphic. Yeah, depicting it like if I just went on if I went on Facebook right now and I was just like, dude, Brent's kind of a tool. You'd be like, oh, that's not very nice. If I actually went through the time to make a graphic of your face and underneath it, it said tool. Yeah, that really would have or, more or impact. Like, or had me as a screwdriver with my head on top. but that's because it's known that tool is a bad thing. It's not known that potato is a bad potato thing. Potato is just known as something that is useless. Like you're called. It's uh, often popular in online uh, gaming. I'm sorry. Have you have you never eaten mashed potatoes? And they're delicious. Have you ever eaten French fries? But in the like I say, did you know yes. Ray that mashed potatoes and French fries both come from potatoes? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you. That's incredible. Brent. Also. Baked, finish it. Baked, you didn't know this. Baked potatoes. Oh, those are, are potatoes. Also potatoes. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a term meaning someone who is useless. Also, that is what it means in slang. Crinkle cut fries. Oh, my God. Also potatoes. Yeah, but you can't like build a house with them. But here's the useless. deal useless. Mr. Potato Heads? Made of plastic. Not made out of potatoes. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> I was wondering when you were going to get to the Mr. <laughs> potato riff. And, ladies and gentlemen, we've come full circle. Yeah, so. I, did you ever see Oasis? Because I saw them once. I've never seen them live. I saw them, no. I believe, at like a, one of those. I got tickets one time to one of those like K Rock acoustic Christmas, one of those type things. They would be know? really good at that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here's what was funny. Uh, Liam Gallagher is the lead singer, I believe. I think so. Right. So and Noel's they, the guitar player. Yeah. So they were doing their their whole set, and and those guys were famous for you know hating each other, always getting in always, big fights, right? Always, even when they were huge, they were fighting each other. So here's what would happen during this during this during their set. Uh, Liam would sing, and then when the guitar solo came up, he would just walk off stage, and he would come story. back, and he would come back when it was time for him to sing again. <laughs> That's great, man. I guess at a certain point, it's just like go your separate ways and do your own tours. You know, like you're both famous enough. I just think it's funny. I think it's funny that like people when people have like family uh, problems in public. Oh yeah, you know what I mean like Oasis, uh, Sarah Palin, and all. You know they're always at some party getting thrown you know p- potato salad at each other or something like that. You know or crinkle cut fries, something with potatoes, some potato product, something definitely not useless. What do you mean when Sarah Palin got in? Oh that, man, that potato salad really stings. When her family got in that drunken Alaskan brawl mm-hmm. because like the wrong dude showed up because he had dated Bristol and then he showed up and then everybody just started. Fighting in the streets. Yeah. Family feuds are the funniest. Uh, what do you think about when the, when the totally WT or redneck family in your hometown, Ray, uh, names their kids fancy names like Bristol? What do you think about that? Uh, you know, <laughs> trying some, too hard? Trying too hard. Thank you. Trying to be too hard to be cosmopolitan. Yeah. In fact, their next child will be named Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan. We call her Cosmo. 
Yes, it's a girl. Why are you being weird? Uh, their, their next kid will be named Kimye. Let's be honest. <laughs> Kimye Palin? That's right. Into it. Uh, but anyway, so would you go see Oasis if they started touring again? No. I think I would. No. I've, I never saw them the well, first time. It, okay, ask me this. Uh, or tell me this. Okay, is I'll it ask free? You is it a free show? Yeah. Oh, then I'll go. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it, I would pay money for it, but I would pay I, like I would. 20 bucks. I would go see them at House of Blues. You wouldn't go see that? No. I wouldn't pay to go see them. I think I would. You know because what? I've, I've, already seen, I've already seen them, and you know they're probably just going to be mad at each other anyway. And I've decided I would see that. I'll go to that. I will, I will, okay. If that show happens, I will go to it. So Liam and Noel get together for Ray of Raisin Brent. Yeah. Hey, everybody! You have made it back to the next thrilling chapter of Raisin Brent. Brent, and I'm Ray. And I'm Brent, and we are talking about sports and television, and apparently music now. That's what we do. Sometimes it's just you know we talk about the we talk about pop, the stuff that's culture. happening. Um, so we got some stuff we got to talk about this uh, this week, Brent, and we got to talk about the NBA playoffs getting down to the Final Four, and it is heating up right now. Mm-hmm. It, it it got interesting overnight. We both thought this would be like two bad series leading to a mediocre finals, and it's not that at all. No. Uh, look, this this series in the West, Golden State and Oklahoma City, Golden State's in serious trouble. They are in the poop. Yeah. They are, they are an inexperienced team who has never had to come through adversity before. And now we're well, going to see what they are made true. of. They were down 2-1 to one in the finals last year. Okay, but they weren't down 3-1 to one in the finals. They, but I will say this. They've never been in diversity as the prohibitive favorite. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we got to talk about Game of Thrones. New episode of Game of Thrones came out. Nothing happened. Nothing really. Just hold the door for me and I'll hold get on out door. of here. And, that was uh, supposed to be some kind of revelation. I didn't get it. But we'll talk about that later. Yes, we will. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Major League Baseball coming up. Yeah, yeah. Because both of we, our teams are on the rise. We both had an opinion last week, and apparently the teams listened. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about that. And uh, you know what? We'll throw in maybe a little Fallout Four in there too. Oh, a little Fallout because the uh, new DLC came out. We promised to talk about Far it. Far Harbor, Far Harbors. So we're gonna do all that, and we're gonna be right back to talk a little NBA after three seconds of Drake. Look. I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy. The NBA playoffs. We're down to the final four. A week ago, I feel like we had a good handle on what was going to happen, and we were way wrong. The Blue Jays, the Blue Jays, the Raptors, and the Cavaliers are now tied two games apiece, and the Oklahoma State. City Thunder well, you are know, up three to one on the defending champion Golden State Warriors. What is happening in this world? Well, let's start with the lesser of the two. Okay, Cleveland. Cleveland is the lesser of everything. Cle- <laughs> Cleveland to Toronto. All this shows the fact that Toronto was able to go in and win two games in a row against Cleveland is that all this stuff about Cleveland's going to win the title is silly. It's silly. Well, Kevin Love's been benched in the fourth quarter of the last two games. I know. for sucking. Kevin Love turned back into. Playoff Kevin Love like he does every year. But the thing about Kevin Love is he gets benched. He sulks about it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't come back mentally from that kind of a thing. So he's done for the rest of the playoffs regardless of what else happens, isn't saying. he? So isn't Cleveland, you know, they're not going to win this. Like, I, I, like, we don't have to do this, but if I was going to make a bet right now, I'd say, yeah, I'll take whoever comes out of the West, which probably will be Oklahoma City, and you take probably Cleveland. I don't think – I can't think... bet on Cleveland, though. you got to understand. Yeah, I understand. Like, do well, I think Cleveland has money. a decent chance to win? Yes. But Can I ever bet on okay, a, a right. Cleveland team? I'm going to call you out right now then because you are you the one it. who's been saying that uh, that they are setting it up so that LeBron wins this year. That's why they got the three number one picks, and now they're going to make sure they win a championship. I think they are going to make sure okay. they win a championship at some point, and this might be the year. This might be the year. So, you know, put your not money where your mouth is. Here, here's the other thing. I flip to that coin, though. If everything stays intact for Cleveland, do we assume they're going to be in the finals again next year? Do we think Oklahoma City, well, maybe yes. this is their one big run and that Durant and Westbrook okay. are not going to ever make it to again? another point of mine. So we assume they're going to be in the finals every year. Why is that? Uh, because LeBron James is there, and it's the weakest conference in Thank our you. history. And everyone else is terrible in the East. Everybody else is pretty bad, except for Toronto, clearly. Who's good. Who's good? They're not good. They're not great. Okay, they're not great. Uh, that's fair. I'll take that. They're not great. They're not great. They're, they're okay. Good. I would say they're okay. They're fair to Midland. I mean, as far as I was concerned this year, there are three great teams. You've got Cleveland, San, uh, San Antonio, and Golden State, with Oklahoma City being on, like, the 1A, the cusp underneath. Yeah. And now, now Oklahoma City's proving me, like, wrong about all of well, it, but good for them, you know? I'll tell you what, man. Oklahoma City, they were... I believe I saw stat. You know, they've actually been in the conference finals like four out of the last six years. Or something sure, like that. but they can never get over the hump. Well, and last year, we everyone forgot about them because... 
Because uh, easy to. Because no, because they they had a bunch of injuries last year. Yes, they did. So everyone forgot about them somehow, uh, and then they come back, and everyone's like, "Wow, I can't believe Oklahoma City is so good." Well, they still have Durant and Westbrook. Well, Durant is like, they're first of all, he can always get his shot off because no one he's out on the perimeter and he's six eleven. No one else at six eleven can guard him out on the perimeter. Pretty if much. you're shorter than him, he's shooting over you. Yep. Westbrook is the fastest man in basketball. He's really good. He's really, really fast. And he's so fast that you either have to foul him or let him shoot it inside. You know what I mean? I just wish he'd learn how to dress. <laughs> yeah, those he dresses two... like me, and that's not good. Him and Durant both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he doesn't dress like you. How dare you? Don't insult him. He is a, he's been on the cover of GQ. Well, if I was a famous basketball player, I'd have been on the cover of GQ, too. That's maybe true. Probably dressed the exact same That's way. Maybe true. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's a force of nature. And, you know, what? He, the other thing about him is he takes things personally. Good. Like, when they say Steph Curry's the best player in the world, he's like, um, Bleep that guy. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, do, you think, do you think Golden yeah. State's done? I wouldn't say they're done, but... Because we have not seen them face this kind of an adversity if before. If I said, what are the odds of them winning the next three games, I would have to put it at something like... 50-50. <laughs> I would say 5-1, to 7-1. to one. That high? Yeah. To me, it's like... I, here's the deal. I assume Golden State's going to win game five at home. Then all they have to do is win game six on the road. You would assume All that. they have to do, which puts it at about a 50-50 shot that they win that game. But if they win that game, they win game seven at home easily. Mm-hmm. I put this as a 50-50 series right now. The, the best shot that they have uh, is, honestly, if they come back and they, you know, they, they win game five. Which is up then, in the air. Oklahoma State's playing. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma City's playing out of their mind. And then, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They could very well just lose game five. But if they can win game five, then you get to game six. And the pressure's all on Oklahoma City then. 100%. They have to win it there. They, they don't want to go game. back to Golden yeah. State. So, you know, teams can get the yips. You know, Westbrook could have one of his, you know, eight for 31 shooting nights. And isn't Oklahoma City a team that traditionally gets the yips? Mm-hmm. Well, they have this year. They lost a lot of fourth quarter leads. But not the, they, since they've had the new lineup where they're kind of a bigger lineup, they haven't really and, had that problem. And they showed heart against San Antonio. Yeah. Now, they were playing with fumes. Don't get me wrong. They were like, down to San Antonio and came back big. Right. And they're like not like the Clippers where two of their big guys like Blake Griffin and uh, Chris Paul. Well, Chris Paul can shoot free throws. but I'm Oh, saying I was like, going to say they both went down. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> but Blake Griffin and uh, DeAndre Jordan can't shoot free throws very well. Not even a little bit. Uh, Durant and Westbrook are both great at shooting free throws, so down the stretch. Makes a difference. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, and remember, coming into the series, I didn't say Oklahoma City was going to win the series, but I did say this is a worse match. This is a harder matchup than, than San Antonio is. Uh, clearly. Yeah. I mean, clearly it is. There's no, no nothing wrong about that. But uh, uh, both series up in the air right now. Both series have the underdogs doing good things. Like we'll just have to see what happens now. Yeah, I just don't believe in Toronto. They have those two guards, and they're so streaky. I'll tell you right now: if Cleveland makes the finals, I'm going to be not that interested in watching the finals. Mm-hmm. If Toronto makes the finals against Oklahoma City, well, I find that an exceptionally compelling I matchup. I, I would actually watch that final. As you being the conspiracy theorist, you should be cheering for Cleveland because you should be cheering for Cleveland to win it. So you will be correct. Your theory will be. Proven correct. I'm correct whether or not the facts stated, Brent. Mm, no. <laughs> no. Oh, please. Puh. It has to, please. They have to win a championship. How, uh, we didn't talk about this because we talked about the NBA lottery last time. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about uh, how do you feel about Dikembe Mutombo saying the 76ers were going to win it on Twitter before it ever the show even happened? Yee. And then quickly deleting it after he he posted, hey, congratulations to the 76ers for getting the first overall pick a half hour before the show started airing. Well, but don't they don't they do it earlier? They pick it earlier, and then they just do that for the. TV. In theory, they pick yeah. it right before the show. Yeah. But in theory, they also don't tell anybody. Yeah, in but theory, right before the show, and the show lasts like a ha- you know it lasts like an hour long. So if they do it right at the beginning of the show, you know, Matumbo might have been in there when they drew them, and then they're why just is Matumbo their- even involved? Uh, but- I I see him as a Denver player. I don't even see him as a Seventy Sixer. Because not in his house, dude. No, 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 not today. They're, they're like, hey, Dikembe, can you come in for this draft? Because then when they say we're not the number one pick, you just shake your finger at them, and then maybe they'll let us have it. Oh, there you go. Like, yeah. maybe they didn't get it. He yeah. just went, no, no, no. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't play into my point that the whole thing's rigged, and there is no, no drawing, and they just picked who's going to win, and not, then the word gets out. And and I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not actually refuting what you're saying. Oh, okay, good. But 
but there's also not proof of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, the proof is he tweeted before the thing started. Congratulations, winning the pick, and then took it down. Yeah, he took it down because he realized it was he was speaking out of turn. Yeah, he probably saw them do the actual lotto balls, and he's sitting there with his Kino card. Yeah, and... why is he? He's not even there though. That's the thing. He would have gotten a text or a call or something about it from somebody on the inside. Well, maybe they maybe they knew ahead of time. Yeah. Maybe the owner was like, hey, we won. We can't show it yet. Got to so, tell Matumbo. Yeah, got to tell Matumbo. <laughs> I like the idea that Dikembe Matumbo is my, privy to all the world's secrets. I got to tell my boy Deke. <laughs> Only two people know the nuclear launch codes, President Barack Obama and, and Dikembe, Dikembe Matumbo. Matumbo. <laughs> Obama wanted to launch the bomb, and Matumbo said, no, no, no. No, Matumbo swatted that bomb back into the show. <laughs> back into the turret. Back into the turret. Ah, you know, it's just, a, you know, oh, what, um, Area 51? Only one person knows. Yeah. Dikembe Mutombo. That's right. <laughs> I I'm want him to know everything now. I'm surprised they never showed McCam- Dikembe Mutombo as an alien on uh, one of the, uh, Men, the in Men in Black, Black movies. <laughs> <laughs> it only makes sense. He'd be like this mega six six alien uh, super alien. I love you know? Dikembe Mutombo. Can yeah, I just put that great. out there? Dikembe Mutombo's great. He's the best. That commercial where he blows up the cereal box. Why well, don't have anyone? Top in the, ten of all time. They don't have guys like that in the NBA anymore because he's so slow. <laughs> Yeah, that's because everybody's athletic now, Brent. (laughs) Has something to do with it. You notice how Shaq had to get out, too. Well, Shaq was athletic for his size. He was, but he was slow. But he was ponderous. (laughs) Well, in his later years. Yeah. But Matumbo was never fast, even when he was young. When Shaq left the Lakers, that was basically it. For a seven-foot-two guy, Shaq has great feet. Um, not, Not in a Rex Ryan way. Um, so if you were to make a prediction right now who goes to the finals and who wins it what do you think well I mean the obvious call is out there sometimes the obvious call is right that would be Cleveland and Oklahoma City being that they're up three games to one I mean I I, I'm not saying Golden State can't win it but Oklahoma City looks like they have the better of the matchups right now, and it looks like Billy Donovan is out coaching Steve Kerr Uh, Steve Kerr coach of the year sir maybe a little presumptuous well you gotta you gotta reward the record that he had but he didn't even coach half of this year yeah i mean let's just put it out there and sometimes uh well didn't he win coach of the year last year uh maybe i don't think they had coach of the year this year yet oh maybe not maybe that's what i'm talking about he won last year as a rookie even then you can't give it to him this year despite the record i mean maybe they will but yeah you can't yeah because he didn't coach half the year you have to give it to luke walton luke walton coach of the year thank you (laughs) new lakers head coach there went his record uh, you know, and the, the other thing I was talking about that Cle- in that Cleveland series, uh, man, people just change narratives so fast, and it annoys yes, they do. me. So Cleveland, they're like, well, Cleveland's made a bunch of threes against these two terrible teams they played. Obviously, they're better than Golden State's three-point shooting now. Greatest three-point shooting team in the history of the NBA. Yeah, because they just kept jacking up threes, and they were way ahead, so they were like, they, they didn't do care that. anymore. Yeah. They were having fun out there, being stupid, and it worked, because they yeah. were up by 20 points. Exactly. Sorry, gang. Anyway, I'm sorry. They're not that Kevin Love. Like that was just a week ago, and now Kevin Love's benched. I just love the reason why I want to see it to be Toronto uh, in the finals is one they don't have any stars, and they also um, don't have any like pub nationally, which is why exactly well, why there's no chance they're going to make the finals. Any, you know, they don't have any pub nationally because they're not from this country. Doesn't help. Not from this nation. Not from this world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be Cleveland, and I, uh, I'm i on the fence right now. I really see it as a 50-50 right now. I'll say OKC in Cleveland with Cleveland beating OKC, but I'm not going to be rooting for that. That's like the thing I don't want to see, so I'm going to put it on the record. That way, if it doesn't happen, I can still be happy. I want to see this Golden State team come back, but if they don't, I mean, I, res- I, I love that Oklahoma City team, too. They're a fun team to watch. They're great, and this, yeah. is, this is the thing. I, the Cleveland window, we don't know how big a window it is. They're going to get a championship in Cleveland. The NBA will get guarantee it but we also don't know how much bigger this okc window is either and i would say it's a smaller window being coming from the more competitive west i mean maybe they just ride them through but you got okc and golden state who are both going to be good for i would say the next three four five years if they stay together kevin durant very realistically could leave that in the next year or two well he's a free agent at the end of the season yes but i think now that they made this run i don't think he can do that i think i think if they win the title he has to do it he has to stay. He has to go. No, he has to stay. What more to do? Win. He's won the title there. He can then go to the Lakers, make the huge payday, become a huge international so, superstar on a mediocre team and build it around himself. So it, you would have him win the title, be the most popular guy in Oklahoma City, and then immediately make them hate him? Uh, they, will not, they can't hate him because he won a championship there. And then left immediately. Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you. Does Superman stick around to help clean up the city after he saves the day? No. I think if they had gotten swept or easily beaten by by Golden State, then he could have just rode off into the sunset. Then they would have hated him. And picked any other... No, they wouldn't hate him. They wouldn't love him. They'd love Westbrook for staying. Yeah, but they wouldn't care as much if they lost. But now that they're winning, he has to stay. He has to stay. I I can only disagree, but there it is. So we're going to be right back. We'll talk about a little Game of Thrones after three seconds of... Our best friend... Drake. You used to call me on my cell phone. night when you need my love. Game of Thrones, episode five. Poop keeps happening, Brent. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to bring up people who are claiming that nothing's happening this season. Too much is happening this season. This has been great so far. And I've got a whole list of talking points here okay. that I've written down about the show. You're crumpling a paper just to show you have talking points. Yes. Hmm. I'm trying to show I did I did the work I did the work. Okay. Sort of. Uh, and so we have the origins of the White Walkers, Brent, created by the children of the forest to battle mankind, now destroying the children of the forest so they can get to mankind. Yeah, what the? Frankenstein's monster, Brent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you create the thing that destroys you. Yeah. Oh, they did that twice in this episode. Oh, how did this bad thing come to be? How does White Walker come to be? How oh. did Hodor come to not be able to say anything except... Hodor. That is that is some weird time travel stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Well, how do you feel about the children of the forest? They deserve everything that's going to happen to them right now, right? I mean... There's one they, thing to not like the humans, but to create a nuclear bomb and blow yourself up with them to, to, to take them out it seems a little rough. I think they were nervous and they, they, made a rash, they made a bad decision. And now they're paying for it. Big time. It seems like it was a very meticulous and thought out decision, though. It wasn't like in the spur of the moment, hey, I'm going to flip this switch at the right. last second. This was, but we're going to kidnap this dude, put this thing in his chest, and turn him into a zombie master. But it was out of desperation. Was it that desperate? They don't seem like they're any better off now than they were before the White Walkers came to bear. Well, because what they did is because it's the Game of Thrones world, and the the best you try to ch- make things better, you sometimes make them worse. The more you right? jack them up around yeah. you, yeah. yeah. The nature abhors a vacuum, and the vacuum was people whooping on other people. Mm-hmm. Here are the White Walkers now. Thank you. And that's a rough opponent to have to bring down. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. So Hodor, you brought him up. Hodor. 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 We find out what Hodor means. Now, Now this is really weird to me, because now, if I'm to believe the, the timeline, Bran goes back in the vision, yes. and his existence in the vision of the past uh-huh. now has changed the entire past up to the future. He created Hodor now, but he yeah. created him then. Did it have to do with the fact that he got interrupted while he was in the thing? So people were yelling at him, and they could kind of hear it. I I'm don't know how. S- I'm that, very confused how that worked. I don't know how that worked. It was really confusing. You're not the only one. Is it because uh, the White Walker King touched him in the vision, and thus like kind of like crippled that reality? Maybe, and maybe like broke the space time continuum yeah, in I some guess, weird way because he's that powerful. I, guess I don't that's know. Probably what it is. I, I you know, because Hodor saw him. Saw the vision of what he needed to do at the later stage of his life. He went totally mental as a result Mm -hmm. and then could only say, hold the door, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Hodor. 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 Mm -hmm. And so Hodor became Hodor. Full knowledge, he can understand the language, but he's mental, so all he could say is his own name, which is not even his own name. Right. Do you feel bad? Is he dead? Is Hodor dead? We don't actually know he's dead, do we? Oh, hopefully he'll come back as a White Walker. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That was a pretty scary scene, though, right? When they were running on the hallways and the White Walker's just, like, running mm-hmm. on the ceiling. Right. That was terrifying. That was extremely well done. Good job, Game of Thrones. How about that stupid wolf? The dire wolf. Oh, that wolf, that wolf gave his on, life. Dude. Yeah, but he stopped them for no time at all. Yeah, but so did the children of the forest. Yeah. She, like, sets off the bomb. Yeah. And then it's like, one, two, three, and they're back. And they're back. (laughs) Hey, that's all that, you know what, though? Every second counted, Hodor needed all that time to hold Hold the the door. door. Have you seen all the memes that have been popping up of, like, uh, the elevator button with Hodor's face on it? (laughs) And the Uh, door stopper? That's silly. They're all good. Yeah. I appreciate all of them. (laughs) Uh, Hodor's a hero, though, right? Uh... A hero. Really, the whole show is about him. He's it can a hero. end now. I mean, he was kind of forced to do it because it was implanted in his mind. It is his destiny. Yeah. It is weird to like to know your destiny like 30 years later. Can you imagine being like, hey, Brent, in 30 years, you're going to have to do, give your life to do this thing. Like, okay. And every day is going to lead to that point. Are you ready? The, Creepy. Okay. So here's the deal. You're, if you're a doorstop, right? Yes. You know that you're a doorstop your entire life. 
and then when they end up putting your doorstop in a door and it stops bad things from happening, does that make you a hero? Yes. I don't think so. I think you're, it's just, Well, you're a tool, but you're a person. I a person has choices. You, I think he didn't have a choice, though. It was planted in his mind. So yeah. He, yeah. He you know did go I mean? crazy as a result. Yeah, he, he went crazy and wasn't able to make a choice. What, crazy people can't be heroes? Look at Batman, QED. Nah, Batman's crazy like a fox. This one's crazy like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he manages okay, is yeah. all I'm saying. Good job, Hodor. You're a hero in my books, and you also got me movie fantasy points. So I was very happy I mean, about if, that. If Hodor just walked around, or Batman just walked around just saying like, you know. Uh, Batman. Ba- I'm Batman. Babel. 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 Babble. Oh, he's saying Batmobile because he's going to drive the Batmobile and save us. What is Babble doing over there? It's a terrible analogy. <laughs> no, it's a perfect one. Perfect. I'm saying if, he, if that's all he did, would you still think Batman was great? No. Yes, I would. would if he saved me, I think he was great. <laughs> How about the uh, exchange between Sansa Stark and Littlefinger? This is the weirdest prequel to Quantum Break I've ever seen. Right? Can I put that out there? Uh, I loved their conversation. Littlefinger's um, like, he's lying to her, and they both know it, but he has to say the words that he is saying. I love that she was calling him out. You know, She was not backing don't, down. People don't usually do that with Littlefinger. Nope. Let him get away with it. Mm-hmm. She was like, look, you either knew he, what he was going to do, in which case you're just as responsible as he is, or you didn't know what he was going to do, and you're a friggin' moron. Yeah. And I don't think you're a friggin' moron. And he was just like, I didn't know. He just put his head like I don't know. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't. It's like when you catch somebody and it's like doing wrong, like a, like a teenager or something. Wait. And you catch them shoplifting, and you're just like, I, I, it was a bad choice. It was a bad choice. I think you're on to something here. So Littlefinger caused a quantum ripple. Yes, he did. Like in the game Quantum Break, and that's what allowed Hodor to become Hodor. So they're gonna have to go back in time and fix this. They're right? gonna have to run through that tube a few times. That's right. <laughs> Gracious. Uh, I loved that conversation. I loved everything about it. I love the fact that Littlefinger's like, here's the deal. I understand why you would hate me. We both know what I did. We, Even though I'm going to say this, we both know what really happened here was I sold you out, mm-hmm. uh, knowing that you'd come through it, but still, like, it was going to be terrible. Um, I do have an army, though, and you really need an army right now to go back and take Winterfell. Just saying, maybe you should hear me out. I have an army. At which point they come back to the table, and then, then Sansa and Jon Snow and all them are talking, and they're just like, hey, man, we really need an army. And Sansa's like, well... It's not my first choice, but I know someone who's got an army. So Littlefinger's going to redeem himself when they take Winterfell back, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. I think Win- I don't think Littlefinger's a bad person. Can I put that out there? I think he's definitely all about himself, but I think at the end of the day, he's trying to do right by the world. I think but he understands terrible things need to happen in order to get I there. I think he's an opportunist. Oh, 100% yeah. he's an opportunist, yeah. But I don't. Th- I think his heart, at the end of the day, is in the right place. Really? I think he'd rather support. He forced the good- himself into the, you know to be with that one the lady. Uh, he did, you know? and then knocked her through the pit. Right? Yeah. I mean, but she was terrible. He needed to take over yeah, that crew. The thing is, when when you let's say you're not as terrible, I'm not as terrible as you, for example. And then I do something terrible to you to prove that to get the terrible person out of the way. Then I become that terrible person. Uh, well, it's what Batman was fighting the Joker, and the Joker says, you know, there's nine, there's a hundred murderers out there, and Batman says, and if I kill you, the, I'll be one the, of them. the number doesn't change. Yeah, exactly. Which is why Batman should have killed a hundred people, because then the number would have changed. Yeah, it would have changed. It'd be zero. It'd be It'd one. Be zero murderers. Just one. Yeah. One. I one mean, really good murderer. One guy who's really good at murdering. Yeah. yeah. I, so I, I would say there's some justice there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, or I, 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 would you say injustice? The Injustice League. You know. Uh, how about Arya Stark, uh, uh, our least favorite storyline, finally did something compelling, I thought, where they were just like, we're going to put you to the test. We're going to make you kill this actress as your final test to see if you're ready to join mm-hmm. us. And then they make her sit through a play of oh, the first so, three seasons yeah. of Game of Thrones. So we finally get a C because I've been waiting for it, and I never want to mention it because people are like, oh, you'll you read the books. You'll find out what happens later. We finally got to see what happened with Ned Stark. Uh, that was a, you know, I was like, where has he been this whole time? He's going to come back in like six seasons. That wasn't, that wasn't Ned Stark. That was an actor portraying very stupid Ned Stark. Right. People portraying what happened to him. We didn't see that on screen that I saw anyway. I mean, granted, I fall asleep at the end of the episode sometimes, and then I don't watch the recaps or listen to to what people say. No, it was weird. They were taking him to the executioner's axe and then just, you never see anything more that happens with it. 
No, they did. They showed his head coming off. Well, in the play, they did. In the play, but yeah, yeah they never showed it in the TV show. No, well, they just said, hey, I think we're going to kill you, and then we just don't see him for five seasons. Oh, no, I was just like, uh, I remember you're getting season at? one, Ned, he's like, I'm going to uh, visit Queen's Landing, King's Landing, and I was like, oh, boring, and I fast forward till till they're not in King's Landing anymore, because oh, that's sure. all boring. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, what happened to Ned? I guess we'll find out in like five seasons. Yeah, that's it. I'm not going to rewind it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Great. I like people that are just starting Game of Thrones, and people are like, oh, you like Ned Stark, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, how do you not know at this point? Even if you don't watch the show, how do you oh, not know about you, Ned Stark? Those names, those names mean nothing to you. To you be fair, I mean? getting double-crossed and being the only decent person in your world and being killed from it is now just called Ned Starking someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's become a thing. So I really like that thing, though, where she has to like sit and watch. And the whole idea behind this is to make her lose her ego. Yeah. And she has to kill like the one decent. She's a salty actress, but there's nothing wrong with her. And so she goes back. She's like, why do I got to kill this actress? Like, she's decent. And, and then he's just like, why do decent people not have to die, too? Ha, ha, ha. And I'm yeah, like, these people are all terrible. She's not decent, though. So she's got a secret that she's not decent. Otherwise, the, the faceless people don't kill the people that don't deserve it. That's their thing. No, they get paid to do it. Like, their god needs money, which makes it just like our god. The faceless god. He's basically Joel Osteen of this world. <laughs> god uh, needs your money. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, find, I find it at least interesting that there is... The, she keeps saying, I don't have an ego. A girl has no name. Blah, 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 blah. Boring. And then, and then they finally be like, oh, really? You don't have an ego? Cool. Here you go. Mm-hmm. What's up now? Yeah. Are you going to kill Cersei Lannister, even though there's nothing wrong with her? And we're going to make you sit through a whole play where her, your sister shows her boobs mm-hmm. and your dad is made to look like a doofus mm-hmm. and, and, and everybody's laughing and at sister, your family. And your sister's getting banged by. Yeah. Uh, by Peter, Joffrey. Oh, no, by, Peter, uh, by Peter, Peter Dinklage. Dinklage. Yeah. yeah, by the Tyrion character. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's. And everybody's laughing at you and your now, family. How do you feel you about said, that? Oh, you don't have an ego. Okay. I know you said, like, we should talk about this because you texted me while you're watching it. Like, warts, so hot. Like, you th- were the... Didn't need to see that. Oh, but you but you said you watched it like eight times. No, no. I had to make sure. I just yeah. did for the warts. <laughs> don't get me wrong. And if you don't know what we're talking about, I'm not going to expound any further. Now, one other thing to talk about. Tyrion, the conversation with new Melisandre. Mm-hmm. Younger red lady, don't take no poop. Yeah. I liked her a lot. Yeah, but they didn't take any poop from her either. Neither they one of them not. were backing down. But that's just it. They both were in a position where just like, I'm the dominant, and the other person's like, interesting, nah. but you're not. You're not. You're not I'm actually either. the dominant. They're like, yeah. interesting, but you're not. And mm-hmm. here's the deal. They're both right. They both need each other. They uh, are equals, and they're acting like it. We're skipping the, the plot line with Khaleesi. Uh, yeah. She has to send off Jorah Mormont. She sent off Jorah. Okay, she sent off Jorah Mormont. She says, go uh, cure your grayscale and come mm-hmm. back and serve me. I need your yeah. help. Do you think he does? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do not it's think like he does. like one of those follow-up missions. Like, oh, see, oh, my friend went out to cure his grayscale. Can you go find him, please? Do I think later on we're going to see fully grayscale Jorah fighting Daenerys and, not, and then maybe like finding a moment in his eyes where he notices it's her and walks away or something? Mm, I think I that's more likely than I don't him think curing able, himself. I don't think he'll be able to do it, though. I think they'll have to kill him. Like, he'll be taken over by the grayscale. And Peop- not- yeah, well, of course, yeah. yeah. But people of higher status and higher money and higher what have you have tried to cure the grayscale and failed. I don't think Jorah Mormont's going to be the one to do it. Oh, maybe he goes to you know one of the, the 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 red priestesses and has them do it. Maybe I guess I don't see it. I mean, they bring people back to life. Yeah, but they bring important people like Jon Snow back to life. He's the Knights Commander of the King's Watch. Well, Jorah been... Mormont's a traitor. Did just tell him, hey, uh, I've been commanded by Khaleesi. Yeah, you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> maybe. Uh, did you like Tyrion talking to the Red Lady though? I, I found that to be a cool sequence. It was a great sequence. Yeah. Uh, you know, also the weirdest prequel to Suits I've ever seen as well. Uh, Brienne of Tarth. You know, we're getting further away from what you said, those two making out. Oh, they're making out. They are getting, they're hooking up before the end of the season. <laughs> Even if it's just one of them dying and the other one being just like, like for the final battle, She'll the other one being like, kiss. we should have we made this happen. They're like, maybe kiss dead. Even yeah. if that's enough for I me. I think that's what will happen is he will be it's dying. Game of Thrones, of course, he will give him a happen. kiss. Nobody's happy. <laughs> yeah, but they're not hooking up. I think they're hooking up. I mean, she to looks, me, that's hooking up. She likes the Kingslayer. Uh, she's not going to be dating, uh, you know. What's his name? Mankind. Hey, you know what? Should I be making out with mankind? Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta get with Mick Foley. Sometimes you gotta get with Sheamus. That's right. You know. You know. You know. Set your no. In life, and this is a life lesson for you kids at home. Set your sights for Jamie Lannister. Mm-hmm. Settle for Tormund. <laughs> Tormund's gonna treat you right. Jamie Lannister won't appreciate you. That's a good lesson for yeah, life, he right might, there. After he gets his uh, hand cut off, yeah. he didn't. 
and he had his hand cut off at that was that the worst who was the worst guy in game of thrones because i forgot about that guy the guy that just loved cutting people's fingers hands off and stuff the guy that had all the slaves well the worst person is it's either joffrey or ramsey bolton they're two Uh, of the worst people i think Ramsey Bolton is worse than Joffrey. Joffrey, at least you could say he was spoiled and he was raised kind of to be that way. You could argue that Tywin may, might be worse than all of the above only because he empowered and let that happen for the sake of yeah. what? For his family? Yeah. So he's terrible. He made them terrible. It's yeah, his fault. I think clearly it's one of the Boltons because they're, you know, their banner is the flayed man. The flayed man. That just makes them the worst already. Well, does that mean that Caesar in Fallout New Vegas is worse than the NCR? I don't think he is. Mm. That's the moral question. Yeah. He got poop done, but it was vicious. It was severe. That's true. I don't know. Well, there's Game of Thrones recap right there for you. Uh, we're loving it. Are you going to keep watching Game of Thrones, Brent? Nah, I'm probably done I'm out. now. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. done. Now that I, I've been, I said I'm going to watch till I found out how Hoder got his name, what that means, really, what's that all about. Is there another storyline? That's it. No, I'm out. Yeah. Well, except if Hodor comes back as a White Walker, I absolutely want to be a part of that. Oh, great. Oh. All right, we're going to come right back. How about if Hodor epic epic rap battles of Westeros? Uh, Grayscale, Jorah Mormont, White Walker, Hodor. The problem is Hodor <laughs> can only say Hodor. Oh, but he's but the actor that plays Hodor is a DJ, so I'm sure you'll find an amazing way to spin oh, that. It's going to spin awesome. Spin awesomely. that. Into it. We'll be right back to talk a little bit of Fallout 4 after three seconds of... Drake! Jumpin', 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 Katie, you're the sunder. I just pulled off with the tape, we had the speakers bumpin'. So Fallout 4 came out with its DLC, Brent. Far Harbor. Far Harborage. Far Harbor. That sounds like a guy that's like, oh, uh, you're gonna want to check out with the HR guy. It's Far Harbor. Far What? Far what, do you have a problem with his name? Oh no. Far Harbor. Okay. I, I'm not following this line at it all. It sounds like a weird name of somebody where you try to, like, you don't want to ask, like, oh, how do you spell it? Because you don't want to offend them. It feels more like an obscure Far last Harbor. name. Like, my name is Sam Far Harbor. I don't know. Far Harbor. Who do I check? Where do I, I? Where do I? I need to get my uh, parking validated. Oh, you got to go down to the third floor. Far Harbor. Far Harbor? Is that a place for No, it's a person. What? Come on, dude. You've never heard of the name Far Harbor? You can't get it signed by a place, He's idiot. He's from Ethiopia. His first name is Far, P-H-A-R. Oh, Harbor. H-A-R-B. You are. Umlaut. Umlaut. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we love the DLC. Uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, it's been great. Finally, this is the DLC I've been waiting for. The story DLC. After the first two were okay. Uh, Wasteland Workshop, not that good, but the Mechanist, uh, Yeah, the Wasteland Workshop, good. there was a couple fun moments in it, but man, it took a long time to get to those. <sighs> man, finally. I didn't Did even get there. Did you get all the achievements on No. That? No. I have all it's the achievements. not achie- inspired. I have, you know, I'm not inspired enough because I have all the achievements on every Fallout 4 thing, so. Pretty good. Here's the deal. I'll get there, too. And I didn't have to play 35 days, like. Some people we know. Whoa. How do you even play 35 I days? I don't know. Do you just leave it on all the time? I don't know. Has it even, been, know a, has it even been out for 35 because, days? Because, well, and then... That's literally one out of every six full days you're playing. I know, and then his you know, his level, I would think, would be much higher. Like I think he's like at level 100. Well, I'm at like 78. I've played like a third of the time as him. I'm at 66, and yeah, I've played less than you. you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you and I are about commensurate, because you're a couple days, days less than me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... Here we go. Far Harbor. It's a story-based thing. And you've beaten it. You've done every permutation. Mm-hmm. You know what this thing's all about. Right. I do not. I'm partway through it. I'd say I'm probably good like two-thirds of the way through yeah, it, probably. That's probably about right. Uh, to, to, to break it down, there are three camps. Mm-hmm. You've got the Far Harbor people. Well, you're... You, yes. Nick Valentine. Nick Valentine's one detective of agency. Favorite uh, companions. Really like game. him. Really cool guy. He's a synth. You know, you get, you get, on, you get sent on a detective thing with him to go to this... Island of Far Harbor. You know, I didn't go with him. Oh, you didn't go with him. I didn't go with him. No, I, he. I just got. He was never at the uh, the base when I got the mission. Oh well, I was. I just go find him. Yeah, I got to go back. Don't and you find think him. that like you're at his detective agency? Maybe I should pick up Nick. No, you might, you might have fun things that he's saying. No, the time. because Ada, the robot friend from Automatron, is amazing. Yeah, I don't care about that. She has so much firepower that it's the only way I'm getting through a lot of these monsters. I don't need her stealing my kills. She can have every one of my kills. KS, man, have it. I'll take the assist. I'm fine with that. I'll take Nick and his weak pistol. He's so weak. I leave him with. I take all of his. I get him. I take all of his weapons away from him and give him a stick. Just give him a board. That's right. Board with a nail. That's give it. Give him a, a walking cane so you can board be, with rusty nail. You old man. He might. He might make, get board them infected. They get infected. That's hey, the worst. In a few months, you're gonna really regret me hitting you right now. <laughs> 
Uh, no, there's three factions. Far Harbor are the the port people, the, port the people. normal humans you meet, mm-hmm. quote unquote, and they uh, they they are trapped in their town by this mysterious radioactive fog uh, that's taken over the like entire island. Angry p- sailors. They're a bunch know? of salty sailors. Yeah. Uh, they don't like outsiders. I, I find myself liking these guys. Maybe it's my Midwest upbringing. They're very blue collar. They're very put yeah. my head down, get to work. I don't like you because I don't know you. Yeah. I, I, I think they, they represent me at the end of the day. You know what I do? Every chance I get on the game, it's always like, hey, could you show a little one of the you know the choices for uh, what you can say is like, hey, how about a little gratitude? You know what I mean? Because uh, <laughs> they're always like, yeah, thanks, I guess. I guess I'm supposed to say thank you here, yeah. so whatever. Yeah, and then the second group are the people you're there to see, because you're there to rescue a woman named Kasumi, mm-hmm. who ran away from home. She's a young lady. Kasumi and, Nakano. That's correct, and she thinks she's a synth, so she's gone to this synth refuge called Acadia, led by this like giant like prototype robot dude. <laughs> Looks a lot like Nick Valentine, if Nick Valentine had a bunch of like uh, uh, fuses and stuff yeah, sticking out like of his he, head. If he had to keep remodeling, but he didn't have money to do the expensive remodeling. She had to do like, it with crappy found around yeah. the house. <laughs> That's why you don't do your own plastic surgery, Brent. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> and so they're in theory, they might be holding a big secret. Uh, you find out they are the ones who helped beat back the fog for the people of Far Harbor. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of mistrust between the two camps. Right. And then you've got the third group, the Children of the Atom. Which we already know from the main game. Which know. we know from Fallout 3. We, we know they're and only... Fallout 4. And Fallout 4, yep. Yeah. They're there. They're in the glowing sea. But these Children of the Atom are the ones who came from Fallout 3. Mm-hmm. They came from Megaton, the city that we were at. Yeah. So we learned that apparently in canon, Megaton did not get blown up. <laughs> yeah. Because those people survived and went to Far Harbor. Right. So they're there on the island, and uh, they're basically worshiping a nuclear submarine uh, in an underground base, which is kind of nice. And, uh, you know, as you progress through, I mean, we don't want to spoil yeah, they too they love much radiation. Here. That's the thing about Children of Adam. They, they worship radiation, and basically. M- most of them can handle it, and mm-hmm. some cannot, we found yeah. out. That's not good for them. Yeah. Um, and basically, it's between the three factions. Uh, you know, you, it's a big mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, you explore a nice size area. It's big. It's big. I wouldn't say it's like gigantic, but it's definitely very well, large. For a size. DLC, I think it's pretty, pretty gigantic. I mean, it's it's definitely bigger than any of the ones that I can remember from Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. In um, Fallout Three, it feels on on point with Point Lookout. It might be a little bit bigger. Like I can't. Like I don't know size wise, but it feels about the same size. Yeah. You can get where you need to go, but I, I'm definitely I like the charm of it. I like the uh, the fact that it takes place in Maine, so there's a bunch of lighthouses yeah. and a bunch of crazy cannibals running around. Yeah, and I have not beaten the storyline, so we're not. I mean, I don't want anything spoiled for me right now. But it seems like there's a lot I don't know. Just well, yet. the people you like all die. Oh, um, th- thanks for that. No need to play anymore, guys. I guess I'm gonna yeah. throw out my copy of Fallout Ooh, Four. Achievement unlocked. Ruin Ray's day. <laughs> <laughs> all the points all the points <laughs> all the gamer score uh yeah i'm gonna play it so you've beaten it all the way through what, what is your overall i mean without like spoiling anything what is your overall feeling about it i thought uh it's really well put together because so, the choices you make are like some of you're like ah i don't oh, see, i don't I, like, I haven't gotten there yet okay, i don't like good. any of these choices or oh man all three of these choices are kind of decent and the, but the other two are going to ruin someone's life you know isn't that what makes fallout great though oh, yeah you're yeah. going to have to choose one side or an over, over another, and if you get to know both camps, you realize they're both okay. Mm-hmm. This is what made it easy for me to turn on the Brotherhood and kill them all in Fallout 4. I never bothered to get to know them. I mean, yeah, we have different... You and I have different theory, or different ways to play the game. I generally try to be, like, friends with everyone in the game. I generally try to do that. Yeah. But uh, there, unless I will, there's somebody I really hate, and I think everyone hates them, then I don't care. I will occasionally pick a faction if mm-hmm. I think they're kind of jerky to me, and they don't really offer me a compelling reason yeah. to like them. Like the Brotherhood of Steel, for mm-hmm. example. They were jerks to me. They didn't express gratitude. They were being shady, so I just decided, bleep you guys. Uh, also, you were forced to join them in Fallout 3, no matter what you did. And so yeah. as my reaction, I said, if there's an option to not join the Brotherhood in Fallout 4... I will consider all sins repaid after this game is over, but yeah. like I'm not, I'm going to work against their interests. In That's this true. Game. I did the same thing to the cons, uh, the great cons. The great cons. I, did, I don't know why they rubbed me the wrong way. Well, they killed you at the first beginning of Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, it's true. They did, they were part of the team that killed but I, you. I do think like when I see them, they're kind of cool. They're kind of like the Dothraki. Very know? cool. Yeah, <laughs> they're they big into making drugs and chems yeah. for the wasteland. Yeah, I mean, like I was going to make a Walter White character and have him side with the great cons. <laughs> yeah, because that makes sense to me. 
so, but you, you generally like it though. You like the fact oh, you, you like the decisions you had to make. You mm-hmm. felt like you were making a difference in the world. Oh, you definitely are. And yeah. you did. Now, does this affect the main uh, mainland at all, or is it just pretty much tied to this one area? I don't know. I mean, I believe there's. I feel like there's a couple people that you could let go, and then you might see them in the mainland later. You know, I did send somebody away. Okay, so maybe we'll see them later. I, you know, other than that, I don't know. There may be. I, I'd have to go back and play, and then see if our, you know, if Travis on the radio station is like. Well, it looks like there's some big news from yeah. the island of Far Harbor. Did you find the the abandoned radio station? Yeah. The one where the guy, found, he's like, oh, my God, I got the radio working. Now yeah. I can find, this Travis guy's great. He yeah. used to be terrible, but yeah. now he's great. I know. Hope I don't turn it up too loud and attract attention. Yeah. And you find his body right next to the right. radio that's on. Yes. It's like, oh, crap, you screwed there's up. There's a lot of good holotapes. If you're always on the look for holotapes, there's a lot of good ones in this one. Oh, excellent. Okay. I haven't found as many as I thought I a would. A bunch but... of people you just hear getting eaten alive. You oh, know, that's great. always great. Yeah, it's always a fun thing. <laughs> so I'm just going to record this before. Ah! My legs are being eaten, and now my fingers. Boy, that's awfully descriptive. Thank you. You think you know he wouldn't be given such so much information? I guess. <laughs> well, he's like these are my last words. I want to document them. I want to document what's happening to me in order yeah. for the people. Yeah. Yeah, I, I generally have really, really liked it as well. I like the people, I like the characters. I like the fact that you go to all three base camps, and there's like a litany of side things that oh, you can do bunch. for them. Yeah, and you're kind of I feel I felt obligated to help everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, if I don't like the person, I might work against their interests and lie to them at the end. Oh yeah, I've done that a few times. Like the main head guy for the uh, the children of the oh, atom, yeah, for I, example. Yeah, I don't. I'm not into that guy. I don't like him at all. I'm hoping. I'm hoping, and this is where I assume the storyline is going to go. The missing leader of the children of Adam, who's gone missing. I have not found him yet. The storyline is not taking me there i'm hoping i can restore him to power because he seems like a decent guy martin is martin his is his name and i if i i'm so i'm trying to undercut the current uh leader yeah. in hopes to bring in the and then maybe we could live with these guys on the island because the the old guy was more reasonable it could be that you'll bring martin back and you'll find out that war war never changes war never changes fact no matter who the high confessor is well here's the deal if I got to deal with him, then I'll deal with him. Then <laughs> I have it. I have a, I have a plan, and plans are fluid, Brent, as you know. So that's Fallout Four right there. We're going to be right back to uh, wrap up the show after three seconds of Canadian artist Drake. Really quick thing about MLB, Brent. Uh, we last week talked about the problems of both our teams, the Detroit Tigers and the Kansas City Royals. And we talked about what those teams need to do to get better, where they're falling down. And right after our broadcast went live, they both teams went on an impressive winning streak. We're both back in the hunt again, That's Brent. Right. That's right. You're Your only two games out, and we're only three, three games, games out. out. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Show me the money right, right. now, everybody. Clearly, well, we know what's up. Look. We knew that the White Sox weren't going to be that hot. I mean, they are better than they were. They have good pitching. They got a top of the pitching. Although, yesterday, Chris Sale got lit up. GG. Easy. You know what happens after the White Sox, like, you know, lose first place? You can take them off the board. Yes. Well, uh, I'm hoping that it happens this weekend, Ray, because there's a four-game series at Kauffman. We all know it's going to be tied two to two, right? I don't know. It's going to split. I don't know. Uh, Kansas City plays really well at home. Here's what I think is going to happen. White Sox, four-game sweep, KC, GG, end of season. Put them away. Nice. That's what that's what the White Sox do, man. They put people they put away. put people away. All right, time to put away my Royals gear. They're done. Time for you to buy some White Sox gear, son. That's right. Time for you to get a Paul Canerco jersey. It's too bad that I hate the White Sox so much because I do think they have really cool jerseys. And I, I also actually love the 70s They're jerseys. Just knock off. The, the, the new ones are just knock off Yankees jerseys. Sure. They're not that good. But they look nice. The old ones with the ver- uh, horizontal stripes. They were wearing those. Uh, <laughs> yes, like those. They were wearing yeah. those yesterday. They are very, there's very 1980s, 1970s about them. Love it. How about those Astros jerseys with all the multicolored oh, orange yeah, and yellow? Oh, oh, that's when the, so ro- horrible that's when the Royals wore the love powder it. blue. Yeah, and you know what the Tigers wore at that time? The same thing they're wearing now because so our look is timeless. Because yeah, your are boring. Classic. Bahora? When you set the standard. other Haring. You know why the Royals had, wore powder blue? Because they had to. They're not classic like we because are. Because we were in the playoffs every year back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great job. Unlike Detroit. Uh, I, no. 
we weren't that good at that's that right. time. Okay, thank uh, you. You know, they, they were decent. Uh, they they, they had so their we moment. powder blue because they were good. Now they can wear gold every Friday because they're good. The thing is, the Tigers are rarely irrelevant. They're always relevant in some way, whereas the Royals went 30 years of not even needing to be there. Yeah, well, we're either going to be... We're, we're like James Winston. We're going to do it big... Or not do it at all. That's fair. Yeah. But uh, so, do you, uh, do you feel better about your team right now? You have to, right? Like oh, yeah, both our sure. teams were in the poop yeah, yeah. a week ago, and yet here we are now. It's weird though. But I don't know if you've been following the Royals. We actually are down like three starters right now. Three starters on the field, and also two starting rotation pitchers. starters. Yes. Yeah. And still seem to be okay. Alex Gordon's out for like a month at least. Mustak- yeah. He and Mustakis ran into each other. That was great. Perf. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you could ask for. Hey, the Tigers starting pitching, starting to hold them down a little bit. I mean, didn't bit. today, but so it goes, you yeah. know. Got to live the dream. Uh, but, yeah, also the fact we played Minnesota helped, and the fact we're playing Philadelphia helps. Yeah, well, and we played we played Minnesota. That helped. We played Atlanta. That helped. Sometimes, like, it's the NFL, uh, like the NFL, like, this team suddenly figured it out. No, Wa- this team suddenly played three garbage teams in a row. And then Joaquin Soria has righted the ship, finally. He's, he's you know. Well, he's- g- as I say, give it a week. <laughs> No, but he was really good as the Royals closer for like two, three years. He could fall off the table anytime, yeah. and we both. Well, that's know true. It. He could, and he will. Anyway, that's going to be our show this week. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you know, go, go on YouTube, YouTube, and, and I don't know, type in Raisin Go on YouTube. Brent. That's it. We're not there. Just go on there. I'm going to say go on iTunes and give go us a five star review. Go on this new website called the YouTube. The YouTubes. I'm into it. They have moving pictures on there, mm-hmm. and sometimes they say naughty Guys, words. And it's not witchcraft. Just oh, no. watch it. It's fine. Oh, no. It is witchcraft. Delightful, delightful witchcraft. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, got contact information for the show. If you want to hit us up, hit us up at Ray Brent Podcast on Twitter or individually. I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. Or you can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. Uh, that's all right there. We got people we want to thank this week, Brent. We got to thank Jeremy Buck in the Bang. Got to thank. Jordan Monsell. Monsell me some art. art. Yeah, go to jordanmonsell.com or Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook. Let's not forget the train wrecks. Gotta thank, thank the, train the train wrecks. wrecks. That's gotta happen right there. How about our uh, little buddy? Beep, 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 beep. Behind the behind the glass over there, our little purple buddy Dino. Yeah, <laughs> David Dino. Noel, David Noel, our intrepid producer. Beep, 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 beep. Nobody calls him Dino I ever. Do. I always Why? call him that because Nobody ever that's does his that. nickname. It is not his nickname. No, you, you don't No one, one was calling Kim it. and Kanye Kimye until I started calling them that. You can look it up and you won't find any information about me starting it. But I'm saying it's true. It's because you work from the shadows. Thank you. Thank you. The shadow broker. I'm Lord Varys. Lord Varys from the shadows. But thank you. I'm packing. And sure. By that means I I have to bring a lunch with me because I get hungry. Uh, straight up. <laughs> Is there anybody you want to thank, Brent? Uh, no. I don't. No. I don't want to thank anybody. Well, then we should just finish the show. Okay. We went through the whole show without talking about Johnny Menzel. Hey, well, let's do that. Oh. I forget. Crap. Good night. You're gonna have to drag me